Welcome to the Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to the Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg, co-founder and CEO of Bolster, and I'm here today with Alana Anderson. I first met Alana 20 five years ago, 20 years ago, uh, when she was a research director uh, at Forrester. Uh, and since then, she has gone on to have a storied career as um, a product leader uh, and as a three-time CMO of Barricode, of Demandware, of Video. Uh, and uh, now she spends a lot of time advising uh, startups and growth stage companies as an independent consultant and as an independent director. So Alana, it's great to see you and have you here. Great to see you, Matt. Good to reconnect after all these years. Absolutely. So my question to you is, you are a go-to-market leader, and uh, you are now spending time as an independent director and advisor of companies. Um, we spend a lot of time at Bolster talking to our clients about the importance of having independent directors on their board and thinking about kind of what skill set um, and experience that they're looking for when they're hiring an independent director. Uh, so my question to you is, what are some of the reasons uh, that a founder should add uh, go-to-market expertise in the form of an independent director on their board? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think that a lot of boards can benefit from more depth in marketing and go-to-market go to understanding. I think it's probably one of the larger you know, gaps in terms of board expertise. Um, I think for the viewers here, maybe focusing on why small to mid-sized growth companies could benefit um, makes the most sense. Right. So, yeah. So first and foremost, I think somebody with a strong go-to-market um, background expertise can help scale demand creation and accelerate pipeline growth, which, you know, given the work I'm doing, I think is probably the number one issue that boards are concerned about. Um as you know, when they acquire and get into businesses. So, you know, if you're a small to a mid-sized company, you probably don't have a deep marketing bench on the team. The sales team is probably doing all the heavy lifting, you know, with a lot of emailing and dialing for dollars, so to speak. But as the company grows, the approaches that we're working uh, for you as a small company with a handful of reps, they typically don't scale well as you begin to scale your team and also, you know, scale the market footprint. So generally speaking, the role of sales is very one-to-one -one focused, whereas marketing's role is to be much more broadly market-facing and one-to-many facing. So as you grow, the importance of those one-to-many activities also grows because they give you reach you know, the, the reach that you need to scale the business. And so having somebody in a board seat who understands that can educate the board and can help also guide the team towards investing in the scaling functions and the staff, the, the expertise and the activities that will really drive and accelerate growth. Yeah, so that's, that is the, the most obvious number one you could come up with, right? Once a company is in scaling mode, once they've found product market fit, it's all about scaling demand. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. All right. So, What's number two. Yeah. So number two, um, you know, I'd, I'd raise uh, is the market and customer understanding so that that a company can gain. I think it's unfortunate and you know really frustrating sometimes that uh, many investors view marketing as the make it pretty people. Um, 
the truth is that a strong marketing leader, you know, often has a, a, a much deeper quantitative view of the business than their peers. To do it, to do their job well, a CMO needs to have their finger on the pulse of the market, the competitive landscape. They need to have a, a, a deep quantitative understanding of uh, deal dynamics, win loss, customer perception, and so forth. You know, for that reason, I actually think that marketing execs should be included in more board meetings because they're often not even invited to the party. Um, that's, 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 a, that's a mistake. And that, that's a different topic for another time. That is a big mistake. I agree with you. Marketing. Exactly. Uh, I mean, your, your second point, which is which applies to that as well, is that marketing can provide customer context and market context. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But the skill sets also needed, you know, at the board level, because a quantitative understanding of your market, your customers, why you win and lose, where deals get stuck, and, you know, the multitude of other things um, requires that a company has to put processes in place to capture the right data, analyze that data, and then they need to communicate it effectively, effectively across the business. And that data supports both tactical, you know, day-to-day -day stuff as well as long-term strategy. Right. So, you know, again, having that voice on the board who has the expertise can help guide the business to get the right processes in place early so that the culture of the business is more data-driven um, and that business decisions are guided more, you know, by quantitative data than by a qualitative view right. of the world, which I've often, you know, I often see where in my consulting. So I love both of those. And now I'm dying to hear what number three is. <laughs> Well, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go maybe off the, off the rails on that one and say that, you know, I think putting, putting brand awareness challenges into perspective. So I have, cannot count both as a consultant, you know, as a former analyst and as a CMO, frankly, that I've heard, you know, many times from senior leadership teams and, and from boards, nobody knows who we are. We need to work on our brand awareness. And then often the CEO or even the board will then dictate that the marketing team, you know, what they should do about it, right? So maybe they start a big rebranding project or a big PR push or, or something like that. Unfortunately, big branding projects are notorious, right, for failure. You probably remember that, you know, the, the big gap rebrand you know, many years ago or the more recent. The well, and, and, and worse than that, they're, they're extremely expensive. Exactly, exactly. You hire agency. I mean, Staples probably spent millions, right, trying turning the paperclip sideways into, <laughs> into a staple. Right. Um, not sure, you know, what it got them in terms of sales, right? But small companies also tend to spend a lot of money on these projects that ultimately, you know, don't deliver um, expectations. So, you know, for many companies, rather than investing in that huge branding project, you know, maybe start with something like building a library of great customer stories or customer reviews or building out your, you know, your customer spokespeople. If you have a, you know, if you have a gap in that area, the brand project's not going to, not going to hit meet expectations. Now, once you have that content, maybe then it makes sense, you know, to do a, to, to do a big brand project or a PR push. The real point that I want to make though, is that having that voice on the board with a strong go-to-market perspective, it can help, you can help empower the team on the ground by guiding the board not to prescribe the answer, you know, and, uh, and, and really help the team get to the root, you know, of what the challenge is and put a rational plan in place. It's such a great point. You know, in a lot of ways, the perfect first independent director for a company might be a product person 
to help make sure that the board doesn't become the product department, right. <laughs> um, dictate product. But then once you get into scaling um, revenue and customers, um, I think all three of these things are great takeaways. So yeah, I, I think in fact, all three of them are related to how do you scale a business effectively? Right. Thank you so much for joining us, Alana. Great insights on why you should have a marketer in the boardroom. Thank you. Thank you.